Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast that comes with its own day one DLC. I'm Matt, aka Matt Fond Dude, and who are you? I'm James, aka James O4E. Um, and James, today I, I wanted to talk to you about. I, this is actually not related to the intro. Sometimes the intro relates to a topic. Um, but I just got DLC on the brain, and and when you think about DLC and microtransactions and expansions, uh, you think of Blizzard and Overwatch. Oh no! Um, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Overwatch Two, and uh, we can talk about our weeks a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, jumping into it, I, I I think my week has been consistent of playing several games. I've been playing Vampire Survivors, a good game. Um, mm-hmm. Overwatch Two, uh, uh, um, an interesting game, and yeah, definitely one of the games. One of the games, and also Hogwarts Legacy, which is a good game that um doesn't run so good on mm-hmm. people's computers. But so we can talk about those a little bit. But I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Overwatch Two. The okay. new season has begun. I think since the last time we've talked about uh this video game. Yes, I've heard of it. I'm um, looking at the Steam page right now. Overwhelmingly negative is now currently mixed. That's good. Ooh, Recent reviews, it is now mixed. Um, I, so the new season has begun. I honestly think it's kind of meh. Like the, uh, so season 8 uh, released the new character who is a little strong right now. Is getting a nerf coming soon. Um... But the the whole thing like, about from mm-hmm. what I've heard, he's kind of like a, a kind of pub stompy. Like yeah, he's, I mean, he's like on those like mm-hmm. hold down your your minigun tanks that like people don't like in like they're in like a like mid like low to mid level game games, and then in like high level, it's just like and it just throws an anti nade at him and he dies. Yeah, it's it, so I'm glad you're kind of familiar with what's going on with Overwatch Two. Um, yeah. But Mauga, the new character, is actually pretty fun to play. Um, but currently, they, they purposefully overtuned the character at first yeah. to kind of like make them not feel bad to launch, and they're they're, they're adjusting him next patch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually. Mm-hmm. So when they did that uh, that preview of him, I hopped on. And I played like a single quick play game of him. He was from what I from what I got, he's cool. Like he's fun. Um, at the time, I think his numbers were just too low. Uh, mm-hmm. But overall, I think he's going to struggle a bit with like with like CC and stuff. But if he's not CC'd, like he's not anti-nated, if he's not like getting slept or something, uh, then he's just he's just going to be be doing damage like constantly. You know, I can imagine it could get really annoying if you're not very coordinated. See, that is the current problem with all tank balance right now, and a lot of balance in the game uh, being tied to uh, anti-grenade on Ana, um, which is like, oh, how do we make a, a... So the developers are actually talking about like potentially reworking it and like what they want to do, but it, it does seem like it kind of balances other tanks by... Or balances other characters by being like, okay, this character... like. Like, Mauger would be really, really strong if you couldn't anti-heal him, but then you anti-heal him, he's just completely pointless. But you need to use Kiriko's completely, her, like, invulnerability move, which is also stupid, to counter the stupid, like, there's levels of counterplay that are just, like, so if you 
they, if they talked about like nerfing um, anti grenade, right? And if, if you nerf anti grenade, and it sucks, if the two states are it sucks or it's literally the best thing in the game, super good. Maybe they should change it. You know what I mean? But then yeah. I think a lot of people who play Anna are going to be upset. Yeah, uh, I but I think they're... it needs to change. Yeah, I think lots of the balance actually does kind of lie within the way that they that they tweak the supports. Like I think so Anna, Antinade and Sleep are really annoying for tanks. Uh I think I, I don't know how they haven't thought about this, but I think the fact that I can press an ability, like a healing ability, and it can just do nothing, it's kind of insane if you really like think about it. I, I think mm-hmm. it should be like healing reduction, maybe. Mm-hmm. I th- I think yeah. it would go over a lot better. Cause like I like the problem with counters in this game is like they make you do nothing. They don't just make you do what you want to do, but worse. Like mm-hmm. like Reinhardt versus Kiriko. Like if I Earth chatter like four people, but I didn't chatter the Kiriko, she just cleanses it, and I feel bad. Yeah, there's a lot of that going. I think I think uh, the Suzu like um, the cleanse and the the grenade the grenade are the things they need to really like address but you also be careful around because changing any of those things will make people very upset um yeah i i think the support community i think is probably the most vocal they kind of have to bite the bullet at some point it's like it's like every time they do anything to mercy it's like they get the legion of of mercy players that are like literally 25 percent of the player base i think Mm -hmm. it's like to haunt their asses well they make um like 75 percent of the skins in the game for that character so yeah um, yeah, but I also think like uh, Baptiste's immortality is kind of annoying too, especially how you can place it around corners and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Zenyatta's Discord Orb, it's always going to be a nightmare playing against that as tank. Uh, and then Life Weavers is kind of recent, but like it, it's kind of like the Earth Shatter problem, but you, you, you try to go on somebody that's kind of get pulled away. Mm-hmm. And it's like lots of tanks have to commit something pretty big for that. Yeah, tank feels like the worst role to play right now in terms of in- average match enjoyment. Um, I-, I think that there's a lot of things that need to be addressed from even Overwatch's twos like change from six v six to five v five, where now there's like Anna or Anna Anna whatever I don't know, probably we're probably saying it wrong. Um, is the the healing grenade? But it's probably fine for the most part when there was a second tank that could take it sometimes. Now there's one tank, so the tank will run up and be like, hey guys, anti-discord it, destroyed, like instantaneously, bastioned. Yeah, I also think part of the problem is that only like half of the tanks can actually block the anti-nade. Like, like what's a Roadhog going to do if you throw like anti-nade or sleep at him, right? He's not going to block it with a shield like Reinhardt. (laughs) The Roadhog will die. Yeah, it's like Zarya, Winston, Sigma, Ryan, uh, Ramatra sometimes, uh, Arissa, and Diva. They all have ways to block, but that should, I feel like that should be a more like a universe. There should be something universal for all the tanks that allow them to to block some CC, even if it's like a small like 300 HP shield that everybody gets just to block stuff. Well, because the problem or something. the the problem is um, even if you can block the grenade, you can get slept. And then grenade it, you know what I mean? Oh, you can block the sleep too. Well, you can block the sleep, but like, it, it feels like there'll be an there's got to be an opportunity where your shield goes down or something goes down, and then you're a giant hulking target. You're gonna get probably slept, and then you can guarantee the grenade. 
What kind of? Um, That's just an ability usage thing, though. Yeah, it just like, like for really example, strong. I think Diva, like a good Diva player, will never get get like anti, will almost never get antenated or slept. And I if guess, they do, it's usually because really of like Diva. good play. It's usually because of the good because of good play on the Anna's part. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I don't know. I I think it's just like a weird thing they need to balance. And at least they're like having conversations about stuff and trying to make the game more balanced. I think I have seen improvements in general yeah. uh, in the game. So that's been exciting. Um, they've been yeah. talking about something I know you've mentioned in the past, which is why I brought this up anyway to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're talking about implementing hero bands potentially mm-hmm. and seeing how that would affect competitive play and maybe, I don't know, probably, probably not apply that to quick play, but I'm not sure what they would do. Um, yeah. I, I think it's probably a good idea to have that people are very upset because people tend to main one character in this game which seems Mm -hmm. like an odd choice to be honest like i have preferences but to only play one character in a this kind of a game is kind of strange yeah so Um, so like a few things i think firstly i think that when they when this game switched to 5v5 i think they might have underestimated a little how built this game was around 6v6 I think there's like a lot of stuff they still need to rework. Like, I don't even think they necessarily did enough with the tanks initially mm-hmm. when they made them when they made it like single tank and they just buffed all of them up. Like, I think there's still a lot that needs to be done with that. Like, I think a bunch of the DPS need looking at too. Like Bastion, I, I think like his ability to just make most tanks miserable is kind of eh. And they they keep nerfing the spread on his gun, but it's like, well, if you're shooting at a tank, the spread isn't the problem. The problem is the DPS. Mm-hmm. And also that you have like no headshot hitbox except on your back. Most characters aren't getting to that, and it's just yeah. Um, <clears throat> and additionally, yeah, I think the bands are a good idea. Uh, as you said, there are some one tricks. I think the issue with one tricks is that Overwatch actually does a really good job of selling like the individual hero fantasy, and people they like actually try very hard to get people attached to these individual characters. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that's part of why they changed the monetization to make characters paywalled. Um, so it's a little interesting that I, I think that first of all, swapping is so actually just kind of encouraged, to be honest, ever since they changed it. So you keep some alt charge. It's, it's been pretty encouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, they've never tried to put a limit on the amount of times you can swap. Um and it's just, it feels like there's kind of two conflicting things going on where they want people to be really attached to these characters. They want people to pay for them. And then they expect them to swap off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's a bunch of things they, they could do. I'm, I, I, I am curious if they ever tried having like a drafting phase or something like that. And then like limiting swaps or not having swaps. I, I imagine there was a point in their testing where the game didn't have swaps. It probably didn't feel great. And it probably made map design really hard. So I wouldn't be surprised if that isn't an option yeah and i mean this would make sense for competitive play i I wouldn't apply it to quick play i guess but like the thing about swapping too is like there are such hard counters in this game where if you're playing a character where you're like oh man uh i'm gonna lock in winston or something and then i don't even know if this is like a hard counter but like bastion is on the other team it's like well i guess i can't do anything the whole game yeah um so it, I I don't particularly like having to swap every two seconds, um, and that that is kind of annoying. 
but I think swapping is kind of important. Um, but hero bands could be nice, but I, I think hero bands would just kind of show the problems that are with the characters currently. Cause yeah. I'm thinking Anna Anna gets banned like every game. Um, people will ban mercy also just to like, cause there's definitely a lot of mercy one tricks to the point. I think out of any one trick, if you ban mercy, they are just like, what do I do? Yeah, like, I don't know like how they, to play anyone they, else. They don't play the same game. At all. Yeah. They're like, Oh, like, so I think people are afraid of that mm-hmm. happening. And that's why I'm like, maybe quick play. It's, maybe there could be an extended quick play mode or whatever. I don't know. But like, uh, yeah, keep quick play streamlined. Um, but for competitive, I think it makes sense. I think characters that are generally considered annoying and busted at in whatever current meta would get banned every time, though. So that's kind of mm-hmm. the thing. Um, yeah, so there actually is one thing. Um, I know, so how Dota does it in their ranked mode is that at the start of every game, there's a 15-second ban phase. And so everybody nominates a character they want to be banned, and each character has a 50% chance of getting banned. Mm-hmm. And then I believe what happens, if if somebody elects to not ban, then it by default assumes that they've banned one of the most popular characters in their bracket. So they'll put that vote in, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. So it's, you know, obviously it's not perfect. Like, there are some people who are like, well, I'd never want to play against this character, right? Like, oh, I can't I always ban it, but... Um, I, I think that that's probably the the closest you you could get to like a band system that wouldn't make people like Mercy Mains just unable to play their character half the time. I I think it kind of that works with like two hundred characters or like however many there's like a hundred characters, but like the yeah. roster is small enough in Overwatch that it feels like well one how would the band system work? Would it be like each role? gets to vote on like a tank ban one tank ban one dps or like or each role like so you can ban like two dps ban like one tank ban two supports or something um yeah like how would it work you know yeah it it is hard because so first of all you have 10 players in the lobby but i think every role yeah every role has 10 or more characters in it Mm -hmm. so can't really give everybody a like you can't have everybody like throw their oh not like everyone gets a vote i'm saying like they have to come to a consensus like the two supports can vote on one support to get banned or something yeah but i i also think like you know you're also talking about like if we're going by roles right supports voting vote supports maybe the support wants to ban a tank maybe like Mm -hmm. maybe everybody wants to ban something different or something like that and then like how do you resolve that yeah, I don't know. The actual systems of a actual like moving parts of a band system are a little more complicated than they may seem, especially since you you know, like while it's not like one hundred characters or anything, the characters don't like div- divide evenly, if that makes sense, among ten players. Mm-hmm. I I think it's uh worth trying to mess with and it also will give them a lot of good metrics on what characters in each skill bracket people <clears throat> hate to play against. Because yeah. bands will be definitely different um, depending on the tiers, you know? And I guess you could say, like, everybody votes for a character they want banned and the game will choose two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could work, maybe. I just really feel like that anti-grenade, you know, that's just... Uh, of all tier, of all levels of play, that support. And Kiriko also. 
probably both of them. Oh, well, yeah, also Mercy. Mercy is just like the mean ban. Like, I don't think Mercy is even like, I would, I would even vote for Mercy as like a ban or whatever. It just like could just ruin someone's day though. Like you, it, banning Mercy, you could just win because again, a person might only play that character. I think disproportionately so than other people who only play certain characters. That would just like kind of, you know, uh, be crazy. I think yeah. Sombra would get banned a ton in like lower ranks, especially if it was like a quick play thing. Because Sombra is annoying, and I think I that's a problem. Not, yeah, I heard she's not as bad since the rework, but I haven't played with it. So, um, it seems like every I play quick play pretty much ex- exclusively. Mm-hmm. And it feels like every quick play match, there's an enemy Sombra, and it is always so annoying. Like, it is always mm. so annoying to play against them because you're just, it's just not that fun, and you can counter them, but then it's like, okay, well, it's just not, it is not a fun time, you know? You're just running around. It's like, oh, they're invisible again. They're running around, like, shooting you. I don't know. It, it is like a very annoying character. And, um, I guess everyone who plays that character, they, like, they enjoy how annoying they are. Um, so I just think it's like a, I don't know. I think it's just a bad character for the game, mm-hmm. um, to have the selfish, like stealth character. It's like bad for your team. I mean, it seems better now with, you have to actually like be, you don't have to be like across the map anymore with the translocator. So it yeah. seems like when, when the Sombra's on your team, they have to actively be doing more stuff. So it doesn't feel as bad to have them as a teammate. It just still feels like annoying to fight against them. And I, I can imagine in competitive play, it won't really matter as much because you can call out and be like, yeah, there's a somber behind and people will turn yeah, around. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to lean more towards the utility of the hack itself, mm-hmm. which kind of goes both ways. So like, I mean, to be fair, Sombra's a DPS character, right? Her job is to kill things and she does kill things. But I think the problem is that uh, silences feel really bad in this game. Oh yeah, because in the ability-based shooter, not being able to use abilities. Yeah, I, I actually think it feels worse than in some mobas, just because mm-hmm. it, it feels like in this game you have to commit really hard based off of your utility, and so like if you if you commit and then you can't use your utility, it's just like well you're just dead. Yeah, and another annoying aspect is like, um, well, what's what is pretty funny is it seems like Sombra's alt. Which they, I think they just raised the uh, amount of time that it like locked people out of their abilities to be back mm-hmm. to where it was because it kind of sucked uh, on the nerf of it. Um, I think her alt just like completely destroys Mauga's alt. Like if he doesn't alt, I think if she hacks, it just oh, yeah. gets rid of it. And there's like a lot of things like that, which I'm like that that would I, feel bad. I actually think that part of it is fine. Mm-hmm. I I just think that combined with like the the silence is kind of annoying because. So I, I think what should happen, right, is, you know, let's say you're a Malga, you're thinking about ulting, it's like, oh, well, they have Sombra ult, maybe I should, like, wait until she uses that. But then, mm-hmm. now, she uses the ult, and it's like, well, I can't use it for three seconds now. Maybe, like, right after she ulted was my window, and I just don't, I don't get that window now. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I think it's a, a far more acceptable mistake to have your ult countered than it is to not even be able to use it uh, at the right timing in the first place. Yeah, and I think part of it is also... uh. It's like, okay, you know there's a Sombra. And again, this could be... I haven't played competitive with full comms with like people that I know. It's going to be a lot different. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like when you're in quick play and you're just running around playing the game and you're like, okay, I know they have a Sombra. She's probably going to use her alt. It's like, well, she's fully invisible. I have no idea where she is right now. 
So I guess let's all split up for like 10 minutes until she uses it all. Or I guess we'll stick together. You know what I mean? Like, it almost feels like, okay, well, what's the counterplay here? We're just going to, you know, don't be close enough together um, for her to use the alt or just, it's just, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's the frequency at which I play against them and also the characters that I want to play. Cause it's like, I want to play Ash. So I want to practice my aim and snipe. It's like, Oh, well they have a Sombra. So I guess like, I guess I'll switch off to a different character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think mm-hmm. like some, some conceptual counters, like, you know, you can't, it's hard to play snipers against dive. I think that stuff is fine because you can find really tiny openings to maybe be impactful or your team can play to peel for you or something like it's stuff that you can, it, it's a gameplay thing, not like an, an ability thing necessarily. Like, it's like, you're not, you're not hard locked out of playing because yeah, they use this ability. I mean, I, I can't shoot for example, like, well, I think it's also specifically annoying if there's a somber player who's like, Oh, I'm going to choose you. I'm not going to really like, try to play the game that much i just choose you and i'm going to kill you over and over again and both we'll, like that happens sometimes too like if you're playing i mean then you gotta really swap to try to counter it but like if you're playing a character yeah. and you just get like constantly camped by the somber she'll just kill you and then die like over and over again the whole match like it's like wow this is a lot of fun uh you can counter and do stuff but it's like i don't know yeah, and then also, oh, it's a team play thing, I guess. What also feels bad now is, and again, this is all like quick play kind of stuff, but I think it matters because if I'm going to play a video game for like an hour after work, I kind of want to have some semblance of fun. And when I play a game, and this is more prevalent right now with the uh, Malga being out, being like, oh, they, the enemy team has a Malga right now. Um, we don't have we don't have any anti we don't have anything on like our supports and it's like well we just can't beat him it's like you need to counter swap and it's quick play so i get it but like you just can't like you know what i mean like and then and if i'm playing dps or some or tank i can't counter swap to support and do the thing you know be like okay this is how you counter this but um i i mean you, you i could always go i guess and play comp where people are trying more but I don't know, there's there's a level of like getting stomped, you know, in a in a quick play match because it, in a way that it's yeah. like oh I know that we could be okay like we could counter this. Yeah, um, I mean I guess that's yeah it just kind of sucks, but I guess that's the benefit of quick play being a little shorter. It's like if you're really getting stomped, you're just kind of out of it quickly. Yeah, they did like, increase penalties to... for leaving in quick play yeah, recently, I, I which is wild. Um, yeah, I think it, I think from what I read, it seemed kind of extreme, but I do get what they're going for because it, it doesn't feel good to be in a quick play game and just like have somebody leave, whether you're winning or losing, right? Like regardless of which team it's, it's on, it just kind of feels bad that somebody leaves and it's like, okay, well, I guess the game's just going to be a stomp because some well, new guy's going to come in, but it might not be instant and like they're probably going to be behind on alt charge and all that stuff. And it's just, it, well, you know it's, it's kind of funny? It feels like whenever I'm in a game and there's people and they leave we usually win because the people who leave were the people who are toxic and then new people come in and are usually better so unless you're like really getting stomped it it almost seems like and if it it almost seems like what happens is the opposite too it's like if you're stomping a team and three of them leave like you're like oh wait they're actually gonna be good now it it really feels more like that so in in competitive 100 percent, yeah penalties in quick play i really don't think 
I, I mean, I guess they have data that says like it ruins people's matches if they leave like ninety percent of matches. Okay. And I guess if you had no penalty, I, people some people might just leave after dying once. Yeah, I, I so. think that they're mainly targeting people who just like rage quit their game because it's mm -hmm. like if you think about it, right? That's also a way of of punishing toxicity. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think generally the people who aren't hard tilting in their quick quit game, they're not really they're not leaving like that much, like. Like, I think it was, like, four times in 20 games was the first penalty, and six times in 20 games is the second. But four and 20 mm -hmm. is, you're leaving one in five games at that point. That That is, like, it, given, it could be, it could be more. I, I think it should mm -hmm. be, like, I think six out of 20 should be the first penalty. But that's still, that's a, that is a pretty fair amount of your, of your games to be leaving. E even if you have to, like, get up and do something. I could understand if you're, like, a, like, a parent or something, you know, like, your kid, you're, your kid is like screaming or something mm -hmm. all the time like that that is those are people i sympathize for and i definitely think that's why it should be a little bit higher but i think for the average player who's just like hopping on and doesn't have to have to feed their family it's probably like well don't leave <laughs> yeah overwatch is like a weird game um to play as a casual game like uh because it is so team-based like i'm wondering like if I had a full team of people, it probably would be pretty fun. Um, and then, but when you play quick play, it's like, how much do you really, how much can you really contribute as one individual in this team based game? You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it does feel a little bit like, what am, what am I like trying to do here? You know? Yeah. I mean, that's part, I guess that's part of the, the thing with the five V five switch, but you know, they obviously need to clean up a bunch of stuff that makes one player just miserable sometimes. Yeah, that like player called their, Tank. Their character doesn't do things. Well, the weird thing about it, too, is, like, all the tanks that were off-tanks now who have to be, like... It, they were supposed to be, like, an off-tank. You know what I mean? So yeah. now it's, like, when you play Roadhog, it's, like, you're... Well, you're not doing any of the other tank stuff. You're just, like, a different thing altogether. Or, like, Wrecking yeah. Ball is just weird. Yeah, um, I, I think, like, Hog and Wrecking Ball are definitely the two hardest. I actually think Wrecking Ball is, like... I don't even think it's it's like a so so like what's Roadhog right? It's like everybody hates having a hog in the lobby. I don't think it's necessarily the case with Wrecking Ball. I just think he doesn't do enough. Like, well, I think, I think his, that's... His, his design overall is fine. Mm -hmm. Like you know, it's, if they were to rework Wrecking Ball, I'd be like, oh, like there's definitely something lost there. But Hog, like, you're you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me if they reworked Hog, there'd be something lost. I mean, they well, technically they did, did but they barely. Like they gave him a. They gave him a mine that he realistically just uses to make his combo do more damage, and they mm -hmm. they made his they heal like a yeah they made his heal like a meter, which is I, I guess it gives him like some more interesting dynamics with like anti heal and stuff like that, or like uh like the damage reduction it gives, mm -hmm. and then I mean his gun kind of kind of whatever it's just less annoying and neutral now, which honestly might be a a bad thing because it just makes him more of a hook bot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Wrecking Ball is cool that he exists because it's an interesting character, but yeah, I think Wrecking Ball is probably the most complained about if it's on your team character, at least like in a competitive mm. setting, because you can't see what they're doing directly, and um, you could just be like, what are you doing? Like, get a switch to something else. Uh, but, well, that, that depends. So, like, if you're playing Dive, then you'd be directly interacting with it, but if it's just like your comp isn't, isn't matched very well, then yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't and know. He's not, and he's not a dive tank that really goes in off that really like thrives off of utility like a like a Winston with his 
with his bubble and ult or like even diva with being able to dm like anything like he's just kind of there trying to kill people for the most part and like having a lot of hp he rolls around and is fun he can do the spin and knock people into a uh, hole um yeah i don't know i think that's enough overwatch to chat um do you want to get into any of the games you've been playing this week before I talk about some more of the things I've been doing? Sure. Yeah, the main game I've been playing is a game called Predecessor. Mm. Uh, and so it's it's basically like a community version of the game of the MOBA called Paragon. So basically what happened is Paragon shut down and they made all their assets public. So there's a few different uh, community versions out there. The only other one I know of is called Paragon the Overprime. And yeah, so I, pl- I played the Overprime before. It was okay, but the characters were kind of boring. Uh, and Predecessor is, it's a lot less polished. It's still like early access. But I mean, for one thing, I like the way that you unlock characters a lot better, where it's like, you can say, hey, I want to unlock this character so you'll earn like XP towards unlocking them. It's a little bit like Valorant. Hmm. Uh, so it's like, I basically had to win three games to unlock a character, which is really nice. Right, or win three games or lose six technically because losses count for half okay Um, it's like overwatch yeah so yeah that was really nice so i i was able to unlock a character i liked pretty quickly and i think overall the characters were were fun so lots of them were technically the same character this like same assets same lore and all that stuff but some of the abilities were a little different like uh in this one everybody had a passive and i this is a weird thing this is gonna be a bit of a tangent but i i know some mobas they try to make all these characters multiple roles, but like in a forced way. So like for example, all the all the offlaners, or I guess what would be top laners in League, but they're called offlaners in this game. All the offlaners are also junglers, because they all have like AoE damage and some sustain. And it's like, okay, that's cool, but it feels like you just had a list of what junk what junglers need and what offlaners need. And you just gave this character both instead of making it like, okay, this character does does things. You can you can essentially like, like they don't put the expression in the player's hands, basically. Like when so, I when I use some of the abilities, on, some of the abilities on this character playing it in like offline or something, I'm like, well, this is just obviously a jungler ability. It doesn't necessarily do what I would want all the time, because it's it's meant for a different role. So this game is a it's like using the source material of the so the original game shut down, yeah, and this is like a fan project. That is bringing yeah. it back, and there's there's two of them that have, are like the, the same game, but like they're balanced differently. Yeah, it's different balance. Some of them have like some of them have different characters because I I think some of them just don't use all the characters from the game because some of them are some of them people just don't like. Hmm. So yeah, they're kind of trying so, to appeal to different audiences in that sense. So this is like the MMO private <clears throat> server for MOBAs right now. That's really bizarre sort of oh it's oh i actually forgot to say it's third person so it's okay like, uh, it's like smite kind of oh okay and is it so do you think these teams are balancing the game in the way they're like oh we're fans like this is what it should have been like the whole time um and um, ba- doing weird balancing changes no i think they're actually just kind of taking it in their own direction like one like how i said one version has passives one doesn't i don't know if the original game did but the passives do kind of change how the characters play you know, there are just some small details in the abilities that are slightly different between versions. So I guess it's just 
people saw, you know, these assets are available. I'll do my own little experiments and kind of make my own game with this. Not necessarily like the original game should have been like this. Hmm, that is really, I, I don't know if I've ever heard of something like that happening, at least with a MOBA. Um, mm -hmm. The closest thing I could think of is like I mean... Team Fortress 2, which is not a MOBA, <laughs> but they got their own weird versions when the source code leaked. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be technical, um, it really all it, all it is is just a mod. Yeah, I guess, but it is just it is kind of weird, right? That it's like, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I've never heard. I've never really heard of like a continuation of like a live servicey kind of game like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, do you think it's better than the original release? I didn't play the actually. I think I might have played the original for like one game. I wasn't mm -hmm. crazy about it, but um, compared to the other version I played, the Overprime, I think it's I think it's it's different. I'll say that. So it's as I said, far, far, far less polished, like very janky. As is standard with third person MOBAs, the UI is awful. Like they just put every, <laughs> literally everything is like press G to do this, like on the side of your screen. It's like well, it, it's weird because I feel like yes, this is important information, but not right now. Because <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't go away. It's part of the problem. So, you, unfortunately, you can't play as a Ninja Turtle like you can in Smite or like one of the classic Nickelodeon characters. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what's unfortunate about that MOBA. At least I assume. I don't know. Yeah, um, you, you cannot. It does not seem like you can. Unfortunately. So, what is the longevity on a thing like that? Is that like a game that you're just playing for a little bit of fun, or is that something like? Yeah. Yeah, so one of my friends said, like, hey, it's free on Epic Games Store. And I'm like, sure, I'll play it a little bit. Because I'm kind of bored of other stuff. So they, so it's re it's not like you have to go to, like, a website. It is actually, re like, released on Epic yeah. Games. That yeah. is even more, that is even stranger. So it is a game. It's not at all the same people who made the original game. It's mm -hmm. a completely different team. They just, so they had all the source code and assets available for anyone to use. Uh, Yeah. I believe so. That's so strange. So actually, I, I just looked it up from so pre, so predecessor does normally cost money. It's normally eight ninety nine. Uh, mm -hmm. And Paragon the Overprime is free. That's probably that probably explains the progression difference, right? Because Paragon the Overprime, they probably just have to charge for every character because that's the only way they make money. So they gave them a license that allowed them to sell the sell their stuff too. Yeah, like commercial apparently. use. That I why <laughs> like why would. I don't understand. Uh, I think the studio just straight up shut down. So they're like, all right, figure it out, guys. Here you go. We shut down. Someone else will do it. Here you go. That's really odd. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, okay, um, cool. That's really strange. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it's, it's kind of fun. I, it, so, God, I, I keep talking about the polish. It, it is fun, not in a this is a good game fun, but like, yeah, I'll hop on this with some friends and we'll goof around and stomp some players who are probably significantly worse fun. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it, it seems like one of those things you play for a little bit. I don't think it will become a main game uh, yeah. that you will play all the time. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. That can be fun. But speaking of janky third person games, a little something for my week. Uh, I mentioned it at the beginning. Uh, I bought Hogwarts Legacy because it was on sale. Uh, yep. big big fan of the the H Potter series in terms of just cozy cozy series to revisit from childhood. Um, 
So I was like, this game looks pretty good. I think I will enjoy it. I, I heard rumblings that the PC version of the game uh, was very unoptimized and or hard to run. Mm-hmm. And I can confirm the rumblings are true. Um, so I have... Uh, I just got a new graphics card. And um, I can use DLSS. And I was going to be like, oh, I'll just put on, throw on DLSS. And uh, the game will be fine. Because why well, it should. It should just be fine, right? Yeah. So this game is broken. <laughs> And it released broken, and I think they've tried to fix it, but it's still broken. Um, I launch into the game. I optimistically, the game auto-allocates my uh, video settings to ultra, turns on ray tracing, turns on everything. The classic. I'm like, okay. I throw DLSS on, put it to balanced. I launch into the game, and it is running like we're all really good, but every like four seconds the frame rate would go from like 200 to like one. Oh no. But it, w- it would just go like every time any sp- like projectile or spell was cast. Cause there was like this big, like um, particle effects, the game would just freeze for a second. So it would be like the smoothest 200 frames a second gameplay of just like a wizard being like, hello, like what do you do? And then it would just stop for one second and then continue. But it would full freeze. It wasn't like, oh, it would dip frame rate. It would go from full frame rate to one to full. And I'm like, oh, this is unplayable. Because that was during cutscenes and gameplay. Oh my god. So I Google. I'm like, what is wrong? Because something is wrong here. Yeah. Well, I I think it turned off ray tracing and then like um, messed around with turned off DLSS and did that. So I Google it and it's like, okay, first of all, old version of DLSS. Download this new version and like go to the folder where the game is installed and replace the old version with the new version, or use this like GitHub link to use like a DLSS swapper program. I'm like, okay, uh, maybe this is dumb. Maybe this is just a thing that you need to do. Maybe it's an old version. Maybe this will be easy. So I swapped it. Didn't seem to fix it. Now I'm on like, okay, the the worst thing you ever want to see when when you buy a new game. Okay, Reddit, how do I make this work? And then, like, uh, you just see a million threads of people being like, yeah, I have a 490 uh, and, like, the best computer, 64 gigs of RAM. It, like, doesn't... It's, like, stuttering. <laughs> and you're like, uh-oh. Um, yeah, so I looked, and then this is the best thing. Now I'm on, like, deep in the forums, and people are like, have you tried editing the INI file to change these, like, oh, no. properties? Because the game might not use the the right amount of RAM, <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, I'm like looking through the INI files, adding lines to it. Uh, I lowered my settings to high. I turned DLSS off, off, and then on again, and tried different settings. And it's like, this shouldn't be the case in this game. Um, it seems to run okay now for the most part. Sometimes it. it I have to close. It's one of those games where people are like, yeah, close everything else. Like, I have to close oh, Discord, yeah. close the Firefox. Because it's like it uses, it's so like RAM intensive and like it, it is like ridiculously intensive for no reason. Mm-hmm. And instead of just like, you know, optimizing in that way, it's just like, all right, how, how do we, if you don't have enough resources available, 
do we like lower the detail? It's like, no, uh, drop it to one frame for one second. That'll give us time to catch up. I'm sure that won't be annoying in, in gameplay when you're in the middle of Dark Souls combat trying to roll and the game freezes every every four seconds of gameplay. <laughs> um, but I got it to work for the most part. I think the game is just funky. Something is up with it because I've had no other issues with any other game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so additional to the an add-on to that game. Uh, you play as a... You, it, it's a weird vibe. The game has a very mm-hmm. weird vibe so far where, um, I mean, it, there seems like there's maybe some options to be a little bit more like rambunctious and like a rapscallion. You can go around and be a little bit like a jerk, kind of, but it does feel like your main character has is not a human. Like they feel like they are the most perfection, perfect like person of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point, like, like they are just very, very uh, boring. I guess is the word, and a lot of characters are even. So I've played the game for like an hour or two, and the first person you meet who is vaguely kind of like a jerk to you in the universe like, of the school kids, right, is a Slytherin guy because of course. Yeah, but uh, what else do they do? They just bully people. But even then, he's not even like a regular bully. He he'll be like, "Oh, let's see what you can do, new kid," and then you like beat him in the duel, and he's like, "A very you you're real actually really good at dueling, and I really respect you as a human being. Um, you're kind of a like it's like he's mean, but he's also like the most progressively nice mean. It's really bizarre. It's like yeah. I have like an illegal fight club that I do at school, and you'd be perfect for it. And he's kind of like, huh." We'll have a rematch then. Don't go easy on me. Huh. But anyway, I actually really respect your opinion. Um, I really like a lot of the characters are like that. And it's really bizarre. Um, it almost feels like damage control for JK. Um, JK's uh, Twitter. JK Rowling's uh, or her rolling, whatever she prefers to go by nowadays. She's one of those. Uh, I've heard it both ways and I never know which way is the correct way. I think it's Rowling. But um, JK, JK. I think I, I think they're really like okay. We gotta like uh, we all the crit- criticisms of her work. We gotta address those in this game form. And we we need to make it as like we have to make this game as like base level as possible because we do not want to have any controversy. Like it feels very like it, it feels weird. Um. You would expect so, like, do you know how when you play other open world games? Um, and I guess this game is probably E. It's like for kids, or maybe it's like T or something. But like, you do you know how there's people who kind of are like, uh, maybe I'm just used to more adult games where like you'll have people who are like mean, or like yeah. you know feel more human. They'll be like, oh man, like I don't like this person, blah blah blah. But from what I've seen so far, every character is just like really goody two shoes like not they don't feel real they just feel kind of like like i keep beating people in these wizard school challenges like that are like little mini games where it's like i i beat this character in this game where you had to roll balls and it was uh like basically like shuffleboard and every time i would like knock their, i would like so aggressively knock their piece off the board making them lose points they'd be like oh no you really got me with that one and Maybe just you, you would literally losing. be like teabagging them. 
I don't know. They, they, I think they're yeah. like, you did a great job anyway. Like, good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're just like really polite losers, but they're unbelievably sore winners. Maybe. I don't know. But like, they're all okay. Maybe the Slytherin kid would have like been mean, but like the Gryffindor lady is like, oh, you're like, you're doing a really good job. Like, you're really trying. Like, or you would literally, you could probably cast like a spell on a student and like blow them up and they'd be like, oh man, like. I sh- I deserve that. Oh, it's it's all good, man. Oh heck. Um, but there is a cool goblin antagonist so far who's like going around killing people. It was just kind of sick. I I never really thought about the goblins that much in uh, Harry Potter lore, but he's he's just he's literally just going around like killing everyone. It's kind of crazy, like the juxtaposition of um, him walking around just killing like trying to kill a child is is kind of fun. Um, yeah. to then you being like, I gotta get a butter beer. And that literally happens. There's a scene where the goblin man just sends like a bunch of trolls to kill a child, and the goblin man is like, I have to kill that child. And then you're looking at him behind a barrel like this, like a they, people can't see, but like you're mm-hmm. you're like comically looking behind a barrel at him, and you and your companion are like, I gotta go get a butter beer, and you run away and go get like a butter beer. Right. And it's um, bizarre. It's just, it's like, maybe as I play more, maybe there'll be more stakes. And I, I kind of like, the thing about the setting is it, it feels like it would be cool to have a more realized version of the setting where I could walk around and be like, oh, there's some kids acting like kids, like getting up to no good or whatever. Or like almost like the bully kind of game. You know, like bully, um, that game. Yeah. Like yeah. that kind of like kids are getting up to like antics, but it just feels like a very sterilized version. Yeah, get up of to it. antics like the bully from the famous Rockstar game Bully. Yeah, at Bullsworth Academy. Um, Jeez. So I think it's it's cool so far. I'm hoping for more like antics and less um, after school special. I guess it feels very. I don't know. It feels more whimsical than like anything. It just feels like. The most antics that characters get up to is like, I threw a stink bomb. And I was yeah, like, wow. Everybody, really... dreamed, everybody have the childhood dream of being the the super special goody two-shoes at Hogwarts. I mean, I'm also playing, like, there seems to be some options to let you be a jerk, also known as the Slytherin options, where it's like, you can be like, uh, there's a character who's like, these kids stole my gobstones and hid them because I'm annoying. And you can be like, I would have done it too, <laughs> to the child. Which, I'm like, that seems kind of like a fun option. But I'm also like, I'm doing the quest. And I don't think it would matter what dialogue I picked. But it's like, I would have done that too. Or like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Like, are you coping with this well? Like, let's sit down and talk about it. It's like, what What are these options? Like, it's like too much. It's a little too... You You don't feel like a student. You really feel like... I. You feel like a... Uh, I don't know. You feel like Jesus Christ. You're just walking around. Yeah. You're just... Uh, I don't know. It's bizarre. Um, but yeah, that's Hogwarts Legacy. Now that it runs, kind of, it's been neat, though. Um, what else have you been up to, James? Uh, played some Dota this week. It was it was really funny because um, I was really close to ranking up to like the like the basically the master's rank. I just hit my mic. Basically the master's rank, and um, so the exact MMR that it's at is at four thousand six hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. And so I was on a win streak. And my MMR and 
ended up being at 4,618. So it was two MMR. Short. No. <laughs> and you get like 24 to 27 MMR for wins and like similar for <laughs> oh, losses. No. Uh, and then the next game, I was doing fine. And then I realized that my mid was 0 5. <laughs> no. This is, oh my God. That always happens. Oh, it's man. just like you're right at the threshold. It's like, oh no. This yeah, is it was not... really sad. So, to be in his defense, uh, the enemy mid picked Huskar, who's like this super crazy lane dominator like basically he has a modifier on his attacks where they apply like a burning effect and each time he attacks you the burning effect doubles in or it increases by a, a set interval and in damage and it refreshes the duration so like if and he's a range character so if you're playing like a melee character every time you go to hit a min, hit a creep you're just getting hit by it it's like it is it is pretty easy to die if you're not like disciplined but uh i guess he just didn't didn't learn his lesson and he he died five times in like five minutes but and that like that's the thing about these team games. It's like, then what do you do? Like I I wish I could play them with a full team of people. You know what I mean? I I think I would, I think it would be fun to play team games with a full team with comms in the idealized version. But when you're playing competitive with randoms, like how like sometimes that can happen. It's just like what do you do? You know what I mean? Man. Like was that game fun to play after you realized you kind of were lost? You know. Yeah, happens. Yeah, but it's like, Scooby -Dooby I don't know. Like that. And then uh, it was really funny. The next game I played, um, so this was a, a really even game. Like, theoretically, we should have lost off of draft, but we were doing pretty well. And like, then my people kept like doing weird throwy plays on both teams. Uh, like, mm -hmm. I, I, I think I was doing all right. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't doing anything too wacky. Uh, and then <laughs> so the other team had a hero called Phantom Lancer, and his thing is that he spawns a lot of illusions. Like every time he mm -hmm. hits a unit, he has a chance to spawn another illusion, and his illusions have a chance to spawn illusions. So you know you're dealing with a lot of things on your screen, right? Your frames get your frames can drop sometimes. <laughs> there's like so there there actually is a bug right now that makes your frame no. drop to like like eighty or something. <laughs> the Normal frame rate destroyer. Yeah, normally I'm getting like two forty frames, so they just go down to eighty. <clears throat> and then there was one team fight where um, so I was playing a character called Centaur. Basically, his, he's just a stunning character. That's all you need to know. AoE stun. And so, you know, I go in. I stun, like, 12 of his illusions. Then the game just crashes. The server crashes. No! The server full-on crashes. 40 minutes into the game, the server crashes. Oh and I'm sitting God. here like, what, what the hell? Like, what? Can I reconnect? And I, I thought my internet was down. So I was, like, checking everything. And I was like, that's fine. And when, the, when a server crashes in Dota, so uh, normally when you disconnect, in the bottom right, there's the reconnect button, which is, like, a big green button. And then there's the abandon button, which is like a red button above it. And below the reconnect button, it'll say like, yeah, these are the consequences if you abandon right now. It'll say like, you know, you'll lose, you'll count, it'll count as a loss. You'll leave your team behind all that stuff. You know, all the, all the stuff that they're obligated mm -hmm. to say. And so when a game is safe to leave, instead of saying the consequences, it'll say, you know, you can leave, you're fine. A uh, game becomes safe to leave if like, if somebody abandons the game before the like five minute mark or before first blood. Um, or if like, you know, there's something wrong with the server or really early on, it'll tell you like in game, like, yeah, the server's fucked. This game isn't going to be scored or something like that. And so I wasn't seeing the safe to leave thing. And every time I tried to reconnect, it would just like kind of load in and then send me back to the menu. So I was like, well, shit, uh, I sure hope the, I sure hope the server crashed and I'm not just like getting screwed out of my game. Cause I was like, I, when I, when I disconnected, I was, I was in there. Like I was 100% dead. <laughs> if I, if I actually disconnected, I just, I just threw the game. And then, that's like, so I, I restarted the game and everything, and eventually it just said, like, yeah, game's safe to leave. It's not going to be scored. I'm like, wow, that's sad. 
That's so funny. It, the ultimate pay to win character. You have to pay to get a, a computer strong enough to play with them in your lobby. Yeah, that would be hilarious though, because if you like know your opponent's playing on a Chromebook, you could just pick that character and then get DC'd. <clears throat> so yeah, but it was actually the server actually did crash. That's so strange. So there are. It's actually very rare that there's a full server crashing exploit in, in Dota, and if people find it, it's usually unintentional. Uh. So yeah, apparently there's some form of server crashing thing. I don't know if it's re replicatable. I don't know if it was just like a one-off thing. Like, you know, I, I don't know if so many things happen at once. Like, you know, maybe I stunned that guy at the exact same time that somebody else got set on fire and then they purged the fire and somebody else did another stun and then this guy cast all of his spells rapidly. I, I don't know if it was just a perfect storm, but but yeah, that was it, it was weird. So yeah, I, I, I got kicked out of the game. I'm like, well, okay, I guess that's just, that's it for tonight. Cause, you know. Yeah. after the first game and that, that game was like well what what would i look like queuing again right now <laughs> like yeah i don't think that's the good that's the mindset i don't think you go in on the, with that mindset yeah it, it, I, it wasn't even like an i'm tilted thing it was just kind of like well this is kind of no point like that's know, the 14 loss uh post yeah like match. it's like best case scenario right i win a game and then i'm two two mmr off again worst case scenario i lose two games in a row and like dc and one and so like okay now i'm sad Mm -hmm. like there's nothing nothing to gain from queuing again yeah that's bizarre though like oh man um yeah. and the uh, dota is tough too because it's like 50 minute matches that you're like committed to yeah um oh man that's that's wild so besides i i guess um last thing i guess we, we can maybe get into questions but we might be wrapping up vaguely soon um, yeah. If you have any questions, you can email us at hyeppodcast at gmail.com. That's hyeppodcast at gmail.com. Next time, I should remember. I should say that at the beginning of the podcast, honestly. Maybe I'll say that at the very start. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. Well, one quick thing that mm -hmm. really had annoying me lately. So I, I got like a dark mode extension for my browser. Yep. Uh, but the okay. problem is when you open new tabs, like when you go onto a website, your screen just flashes white all the time. <laughs> so I'm going from like, I'm used to, like my eyes are relaxed because I'm always looking at dark mode stuff. And then mm -hmm. every time I open up like Google Drive or something, I just get flashbanged immediately. That's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Um, I don't think that's really, you can't fault the developers. Maybe you can. Yeah. I, I think like, that's, that's probably not in, something that's like on their side of, of things. Or maybe it, I don't know because I, what I they're probably know. just doing is changing the CSS, <laughs> like just changing the background. I mean, there's probably way more yeah. in depth things because there's a lot of elements, but theoretically, they're just changing the color to like a darker color. Yeah, and that may take a second to like kick in. Um, but still, yeah, it, it defeats the purpose. Kick in generally, but if yeah, it's, it's every kind of time you open a page, you get flashed with white. Yep. I just saw it happen right now. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, bright. I open, I open the questions doc, and it's just man. It's like that uh that CS:GO video where the guy gets flashbanged repeatedly. Um, you know what? Let's 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 do some questions instead. I was gonna talk about Vampire Survivors, but I'd rather take some questions. Sure. Um, James, do you want me to ask you a question? Uh, sure. All right. Let me let me peruse our list of questions we have. Oh, I don't know if we've talked about this, but have we ever mentioned what is the most overrated video game? That you think what what is your like hot take like what do you think is like an overrated video game most overrated video game i've ever played i mean sheesh normally when i think a game is like looks overrated i just don't play it like for i don't play fortnite like stuff like that but mm -hmm. um 
Let me go through my library and actually see if I have anything. I think I have an. I think I have two very evil takes that are both objectively wrong. But oh, okay. You know what? I I think I think I'll go with one of the the safer but evil takes. Yeah. So I have one that's pretty mild. So I, I'm kind of looking for something that's a little a little spicier. Because uh, I think while the game was kind of po- was decently popular, I think most people probably haven't played it. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least it, it's not likely that I that I know people that have played it. Um, let's see. What are you thinking? Uh, so, first game that I came across was <clears throat> it was Wolfenstein Two, like the okay. new one. Oh, okay, not like the DOS ones or whatever. Nah, yeah, I just think the game was really boring. So all you mm. so this is gonna sound kind of weird, but literally all you're doing is you're you're just using standard guns and shooting Nazis. Like it's not like the guns aren't anything crazy. The enemies aren't that cool. Like occasionally you have like some robotic guy that has has long robotic legs and he has two two mini guns on his arms but it's like well okay he just he just shoots better what's the point uh the story was fun it was pretty non-fucking sensical like yeah like <laughs> I, 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 I i think lots of people have seen this clip where the main character gets like executed like his head gets cut off and then uh-huh. underground all of his allies are there and his head falls conveniently into a hole that goes down a tube and they put him into another <laughs> test tube with a with a new body that they put his head on and they revive him. Okay, so you're um, making me want to play this game because that sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds like this, the best the story thing is I've really ever heard. goofy. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, then obviously it's a Wolfenstein game, so there's 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 Mister Hitler in it, and mm-hmm. he um, I, I think their whole thing is they make him they make him really soy. So <laughs> That's bizarre. So like, there's a guy who's like trying to suck up to him. He just shoots him in one scene. It's really. <laughs> It's really fucking funny. And he, You're really not selling like, me on this uh, being yeah. bad. Overrated he's also like thing. extreme. He's also extremely sick. Like he's like really thin. <laughs> so he's, it, it's weird. But yeah, the story is good or not good, but funny. The actual gameplay is not that great. Like when you compare it to like Doom, both 2016 and Eternal, like mm-hmm. not, that's, not, that's unfair. It, it, it is unfair, but it's also made by the same people. So like I, I would be inclined to think there'd be a little more, bit more like juice in there, even though it is, it is a Wolfenstein game. So I guess it's supposed to be a little less. Well, wait, was doom out at the time already? Doom 2016. Yeah. Doom 2016 was out. Oh, ne- never mind. It's completely yeah. fair. It's completely fair to be like, what are you doing? Yeah, actually, let me find the release date on the steam page real quick. Yeah. While you look for that, uh, I'm going to just throw out my, this, this is a hot take. Uh, I, so I, I think earthbound is very mm-hmm. important and it, walked so like every other quirky rpg that i prefer could run um and it's really important and needs to exist i think playing it as a game isn't fun like it is not a fun game to play uh it was kind of a slog to get through to be honest and i was using an emulator where i could speed up the game too at times and i never do that with games like i am very pro no safe states going impure but it was just, and I and I play JRPGs, but it was something about it. It was just a slog, and the story was like innovative. It, it's like an innovative story because it it did a unique thing. Except I think I'm just spoiled by playing like 
other games that I like more um, that were inspired by um, Earthbound. I think that's kind of the cursed thing because I've played so many games that I enjoy so much more that were inspired that the original is just like, eh. But Mother 3 is good. Mother 3, the it has in- more interesting combat. I think the story is cool. Um, it's just Earthbound isn't like isn't that fun to play, and the story is kind of it's purposefully goofy and makes no sense, but it's kind of it's kind of also random sometimes. And you're like, all right, this is fine. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think I think that's kind of a hot take. Mm. But you, you were checking okay. so, the yeah, dates. I found it. So, so two things. First of all, game came out in late 2017. Second of all, so apparently it's. It's made by Machine Games instead of id Software. Machine Games is under the same parent company as Bethesda. Um, so I guess technically not the same developer. Um, mm-hmm. And Machine Games, their resume is basically the new Wolfenstein games and some new Quake games. So it seems like Bethesda just uses them for their for their not-Doom uh, old <laughs> IPs. Yeah, they're like, we're going to save these developers for Doom, but you guys can work on Wolfenstein. Although I think yeah. people liked New Order or whatever. Well, people liked one of them. Yeah, New like Order was the first, first one. And then not... every subsequent one, people were like, eh. And then the newest yeah, I, one, people did not like. I didn't really play New Order. Um, but mm-hmm. from what I saw, the gameplay, there are more interesting gameplay sequences at the very least, like more interesting set pieces. So wait, wait. You played just the second one? Uh, I think I watched like. I'd watch some like story summary of the first one because the second one was on like a massive sale, but not the first one. <laughs> at one okay, point. fair enough. But I I also think that it's one of those ones where you can kind of jump in to the second one. Um, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine it being that involved. Uh, yeah, like uh, let's, in terms let's of you couldn't get in there. Sign isn't late. It's not that like. But still, it's, it it's is not uh, that like lore heavy. I am pretty adverse. Like when I, when I play a, a series, uh, I try to play the first game in the series because I fear that by playing not the first game in the series, um, I won't want to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which can happen, but sometimes you appreciate the first yeah. game more when you've played a modern title. Um, yeah, definitely. So I have played like Dragon Quest, a Dragon Warrior for us, like one, and I have played like Final Fantasy one. The problem is though, like. Those games are kind of rough a little bit, um, and then they make me kind of fall off. Uh, has there ever been a game series that you uh, are daunted by playing the first in the series that you've just like skipped it, hmm. or like you've pl- only played like the sequels? You've never played some of the earlier games. Uh, there's probably something like that that I played as a kid, but yeah, I mean. I guess if you want to be technical, Call of Duty. I didn't play like I, the first, the oldest Call of Duty I played was Call of Duty Four. And Is like, that Modern I, Warfare? Yeah, and so I, mm-hmm. I actually had played some of the older ones, or I tried to play some of the older ones at a friend's house when I was younger, and they just felt terrible. Like I, I just didn't want to mess. With them. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why is this rifle not fully automatic? Like it's like that's because yeah. it is a actual rifle. It's like yeah. a. You're what do you mean a it's a World rifle? There's no assault. Game. Yeah, you're playing like World War Two, uh, or what was the first Call of Duty? Was Call of Duty Two World War One, Big Red One? I, I don't remember. I don't know. All, all I know is that all all the ones before Modern Warfare are basically just some World War, 
And then they were like, what if we didn't do a world war? What if we, what if we actually <laughs> a did a modern game war? Where, what if, what if you made a game where the guns didn't overheat when you shot them for two seconds? Um, and then now we're adding Snoop Dogg and 21 Savage. And... Man, we wanted to make one modern game and look at where it got us. Now buff Peter Griffin is in Fortnite. It's fucking wild. Oh man, we've re- really the worst timeline. I think we'll end with buff Pe- the images of buff Peter Griffin in your head. Um, I'm Matt, yes. a.k.a. Matt Fondude. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, X, <laughs> Twitch. I'm not really, I never really boot up X and use it, but I'm on there. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. I've never heard, I, I don't know a single person that calls it X. I think people do say, oh, I'm on Twitter. Oh, I mean X. I think that's kind yeah, of what they say. X is like its government name. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, anyway, that's where I'm on social things sometimes. And James, who are you and where are you? And what I'm do James you do? I'm James O4E. I'm on Twitter or X, or I'm just going to call it Twitter because Twitter sounds better. X is a terrible name and it's not ident- very easily identifiable. Uh, I'm on Twitch and I'm on YouTube. And you're probably on Dota losing, probably right now. You're yeah, probably, probably queued up when you're listening yes. to this. He's queued playing Dota and he's actually actively losing. Yes, my, 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 my team is running down mid as a three man. Good night. <laughs>